1: I think you're a heck of a wrestler, you're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy, Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason... Wait a minute, El Dandy has been wrestling in, in in the cruiserweight division here,
0: please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes he's 50 pounds. Who difference. are you to, to, to doubt L Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. So let's talk about some serious How about, a, how about hypnosis? Let's get to Psychosis? Psychosis? Whatever, whatever, he's a great wrestler, you know...
1: Hello and welcome to the raw cast. I'm your host, Don Delorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, none other than Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. The Mo, the myth, the legend. What's going on, Mo? Y'all is doing way too much with this the all that other
0: stuff, but I think I'm it's a T shirt. I think it's a T shirt. Don't waste your money, listeners, if they ever came out.
1: <laughs> Man, you should oh, want the people to have your name on their chest
0: Nah, that's okay I'm cool, I'm just you know, minding I'm just, like I said, I've been kind of low-key watching the wrestling folks, so you know, I've been seeing y'all tweeting and having a good time, so you know, y'all y'all deserve that Me, I'm just like eh, wrestlers is... WWE's getting kind of boring, and AEW, I don't know, people just Kind of over, over overblow. Well, they
1: had some. They had some good matches. They had some good matches. Have you hit wrestling? Have you hit a state of wrestling burnout on me, sir?
0: Um, I mean, I still watch it. I still make. I I won't say I burn out because I still watch it.
1: Okay, Uh,
0: it's
1: just, it's just you know, it's in a low right
0: now for you. That's what you're trying to say. Yeah, I'm just watching. it I'm just like, okay like you know this is what's going on and I'm like it's not moving the needle for me right now but I'm not gonna give up on it I'm not gonna do like an idea back in the day when I would just, just stop watching and just was all other things but I would still follow the product because I would just read the results so I would know what's going on but I just wasn't watching but now I'm just um now I'm just like it's like it's happening again so it's like you know I'm just
1: trying to you know, push it, push through it. So basically, he's here so he don't get fired, folks. Um, but thank you for showing up, Mo to the underscore Reese. The direct deposit will be hitting in a couple of Fridays. Thank you. Crazy. <laughs> this is the Rawcast. We're brought to you by the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also subscribe to the show through SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, any other podcast app. All you have to do is search for the dash the CSPN and subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the Rustlecast sign. And the Rawcast will show up in your podcast queue each and every week. So we start off Monday Night Raw with the opening video that looks back at Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair uh, from last week to set up the title match that is going to take place on this edition of Monday Night Raw. We get an interview from Binky backstage in Gorilla. She talks about how we got here and recaps her feud with Becky. Her failures are opportunities to get better, and now Becky is going to see what she can do. So Binky comes out to the ring, and we go backstage again. Becky Lynch is getting interviewed this time. She talks about how hard it is to be here, and she might have even heard some booing. All that is going to do is inspire her. So that brings us to women's title match, Raw Women's title match, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Belair paints Becky's face uh, into the announcer's table and then hits the glam slam back on the inside for a two count. Becky Lynch goes up top goes up top but gets caught in the KOD that's big trouble so Lynch grabs the turnbuckle pad off and pulls it off to escape Belair is just sent into the exposed turnbuckle pad and a roll up with the tights retains the title for Becky Lynch the heel tactics got Becky the win how it's supposed to be Binky and Becky, they have pretty good chemistry. Put together a really good match here. Um, so I wonder if this puts Binky, but it definitely pushes her to the back a little bit, but I wonder if this is going to set up back-to-back wins at the Royal Rumble so she can get that guaranteed title shot.
0: Wow. I mean, it would be dumb though, like you you put the title on her to take it off to make her chase it around again. I'm like, come on now. Get the girl shot to um to build up a title ring?
1: Um I don't know. It worked for Stone Cold. Well, Bianca's not Stone Cold. We we live in a we you yeah, guys <laughs> differently. I'm just saying that it's not unprecedented to have somebody win the Royal Rumble back to back.
0: It would be. Then we can. Then, then she really. did she really show sure why she's number one for the PWI Women's 150.
1: Yeah, for sure. But you know, um, it's just you just have to look at the booking going forward because it's like, well, what are they gonna do with her uh, if? You know, since they got to, after this loss, take her down a little bit out of the championship feud, you know, at the top. So what can they do to still keep her strong and still get her back in the championship mix in a little while? And I just see the Royal Rumble being that ticket. Unless they heat somebody up a lot between now and Royal Rumble. The only other person I could see is the is the person that they put that came out a little bit later that we're going to talk about. But I don't know how strong the push is going to be. You know what I mean? It might be more of a nudge than a push for this particular person. That brings us to Rey Mysterio with Dominic. They said that Austin Theory is great at what he does. And here's Austin to interrupt. Theory says he's going to do he's going to do to Ray what he did to Dominic, but Ray is ready to show what the Mysterio name means. Ray Mysterio versus Austin Theory. An exchange of drop kicks, keeps Theory, keeps theory, keeps theory down, but he takes Dominic down uh, as well. Ray hits him into the 619 position, but Dominic slaps Theory in the face. The 619 and the splash hit, but the referee calls for the DQ because he saw Dominic get involved in the match. And Austin Theory is your winner. Somebody somebody had a theory that Austin Theory and and Dominic were going to turn on Ray and become a tag team. Wow.
0: Wow well wait a minute I mean that could be pretty good creative but well Austin Theory has had quite a bit of experience as far as in the ring more experience Dominic you mean he has more experience though being in the ring and everything, but they're still both young though but that would be that would be a
1: good, um, maybe something good to, to see. Yeah, it'd be different, right? It'd be like you said, it'd be good, creative. It'd be a good story that they could, but uh, we'd have to figure out who would Ray team with. Jeff Hardy. Well, no, Jeff Hardy's on SmackDown now, so no, can't be Jeff Hardy. It's gotta be somebody else.
0: Gotta be somebody else. We can't call Wicked back because he's in. Um, he got cut.
1: Oh, Buddy Murphy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rey Mysterio isn't happy with Dominic as Austin Theory takes the uh, selfie photo of them arguing in the background.
0: He ain't been happy with Dominic for a while, but that's his son. And he's He wants
1: him to be, do, do his best. Right, All right. Uh, we recap Seth Rollins winning last week's ladder match to become the number one contender to Big E's title. So here's Seth Rollins with his contract for a promo and he is on top of the world. Uh, what do you think about these dance moves uh, Seth Rollins been coming out with here lately?
0: Um, I'll give it to him. <laughs>
1: Been hanging around some black family reunions and cookouts where they've been doing the cha cha slide. He was doing something. <laughs> uh, last week, he won a grueling ladder match to become the new number one contender. It feels good to be where he belongs because he came here to be the biggest star on Raw. Rollins talks about how he has lost how he lost respect last week when Big E turned down the handshake. We hear about some of Big E's most important wins, but Rollins knows Big E is on his level. They can have their title match, and Rollins can take that from him so Big E can go back and be a joke with his friends. Big E doesn't like Rollins making fun of King Xavier, and he really doesn't like him making fun of Kofi Mania. The challenge for the title is on for tonight. But hold on a second, because Rollins isn't 100%. He says they'll do this on his terms. And here comes Kevin Owens. Oh, no, man. I did this wrong. Um, Owens doesn't want to hear from Rollins, especially because of that suit. He has heard a bunch of people calling themselves the face of Raw, but they are forgetting this face right here. Last week, Rollins won the ladder match, but people were talking about Owens' performance in the match instead. Owens promises to give everything he has every week and to always keep fighting. It may be for three more months or three more years, but he'll give the fans something to remember. Since Rollins isn't going tonight, how about Owens face Big E for the first time ever? Rollins likes the idea, but both of them tell him to shut up. And Big E is down for a first-time-ever match with Kevin Owens. Really like Kevin Owens' promo. A lot of energy. That three months or three years could definitely be foreshadowing for all the smarks out there, you know, that perked up their their ears on that one. (laughs) And uh, we're getting something we haven't seen.
0: I'm also a fan of long-term storytelling.
1: Yes, we are a fan of long-term storytelling. We clamor for it a lot. We don't always get it, though. We don't always get it. Uh, er Earlier in the day, Carmella and Zelina Vega talked about how amazing they were. They didn't realize that Nikki, Ash, and Ripley were right next to them. Zelina Zelina says Nikki's mask compliments her before talking trash about it as they walk off. Ripley comes up and says she heard what they said, so the challenge is off for later. Well, that means that Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash are going to take on Carmella and Zelina Vega in a non-title match. A fisherman's Net Breaker plants Zelina Vega for a two-count, and Carmella runs Rhea Ripley into the post. Carmella distracts Nikki, and it's Dakota Red to give Zelina Vega the pin. Carmella and Zelina Vega are your winners. Oh, excuse me, let me make this official. Queen Zelina Vega. Excuse me. I forgot this Yes. Please say her queen. <laughs> I didn't mean no
0: disrespect, please. You'll be uh, end up in the legend of the House of Black. <laughs> uh
1: the Alpha Academy comes up to Big E. Chad Gable offers to help Big E from this place turning into Monday Night Rollins again. We hear about how Gable just earned his master's from Full cell as the valedictorian with the 4.0. He says, just look at what he did for Otis and imagine what he could have done with Biggie." And and um, what he, he says "Uh, while he beats up Finn Balor. Uh, for some reason, they show us a video on Veer, uh, one of Mustafa Ali, I mean, um, not Mustafa Ali, one of um, Jinder Mahal's dudes. Uh, so next up, Chad Gable versus Van Balor. Gable German. Well, um Veer's name. Excuse me? They they change a Veer's
0: name. Oh, word, but you gotta all- add They're adding Mahan to it.
1: Veer Mahan? Yes. Okay. Well, hopefully that gets him over. And he can start winning some matches. Chad Gable versus Van Balor. Gable, German suplexes Finn for a two count and goes up top where the moonsault hits the knees. Finn takes too long setting up the coupe de gras and gets superplexed back down to the mat. Finn manages to tie the legs up, though, for the small package to pin Chad Gable. Nice little quick match, fun match. Right. Reminds everybody that Chad Gable can really go if they turn him loose. Um, we look back at RK bro retaining the tag team titles over Dob Ziegler and Robert Rude last week. Riddle runs into Ziegler and Rude and talks about dog Ziegler cuts him off and says, pay attention while RK bro is on commentary because tonight is a preview of their rematch. We see a video on Titus O'Neill having a school named after him for his work in the community. So big ups to Titus O'Neill. Yeah. This career he's found, uh, 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 after wrestling uh, definitely uh, making a lot of strides and doing a lot of good things for a lot of people so one time for Titus O'Neil uh, Street Profits you know, he doesn't wrestle no more yeah I mean unless he does like house shows very rarely I can't remember the last time I saw Titus wrestle yeah Titus
0: don't wrestle no more Titus out here, changes the world yeah man
1: he's, he's being in, I mean, he's got a a great job. Uh, He's still employed in WWE, but not having to wrestle, doing things that he's.
0: I can see that. um, That 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 coming across the waiver wire, the news wire, whatever, saying, "Daddy's Bullock has been, um, has been." You know that they, 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 they say when they release the talent. Oh, uh, yeah,
1: endeavors?
0: the future endeavors. We future, future endeavor.
1: Yes, I don't think they'll do it because he's basically the face of their community outreach, and uh, that's pretty important for them. And he's been a big part of that for a while, so I think that he's safe. You know, I I think he may make it official that his airing career is done, but I think he'll still be employed. Street Profits vs. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, RK-Bro on commentary. Catapult sends Ford into a DDT for two and everything breaks down. Montez Ford busts out the huge flip dive on the floor, which even brings RKO to their feet on the commentary table. But here comes Almost for a distraction, allowing Dolph Ziggler to slam Ford down for the pin with the zigzag. After the match, Almost takes out the Street Profits and Riddle without much effort. Orton is fired up, but isn't crazy enough to go after Amos. That's a uh, yeah. Ho-
0: hold up, hold up. So, if you're wondering why Amos is coming out like a one man a one man game mm-hmm. coming out, destroying AJ is out with a um, non medical a non medical injury. Yeah, non medical injury.
1: So that's COVID. Or he like? How do you have a non-medical? That doesn't even. Those words don't even fit together. Whoa. But anyway, he must be having this like back
0: what, spasms oh, this, or what, this is what that would be a. That, <laughs> what, this is what this is what lay um lay um
1: dirt sheets are are important. Non-medical injury. I'm gonna have to um I'm gonna have to look that, put that in the Google machine and see what that gives me. Throw it in your Google machine. I'm going. That's not my
0: that's not my best um Conrad Thompson expression. <laughs> but that's what he says though. Throw it in your Google machine.
1: I see a whole bunch of stuff about boosting your energy levels, fighting fatigue. Um, yeah, a bunch of stuff about fatigue, but, but nothing comes up for the term non-medical injury. Let's see here. This is the weirdest wording I've ever seen in my life. Um, stuff about malpractice, (laughs) but nothing. Nothing. About a non medical injury. Yeah, this is. Uh, That's
0: why I almost is coming out there all by himself. You know, it's a fan and the um the tag team matches. I thought he definitely come, definitely coming out there, coming out there, um, throwing throwing anybody out the club.
1: I thought there was just uh, you know. Trying to let him branch out a little bit, see what he got on his own without AJ holding his hand. But okay. He had to throw anybody at the club. He's just like, well, You ain't trying to go home. Just grabbing them and just tossing them. We look back at Damian Priest going nuts and beating T bar into oblivion last week. Damien Priest says that side of him has always been there, but he doesn't like letting it out. If T-Bar wants to throw a chair at him, he's going to a dark place and taking people with him. Tonight, T-Bar has a chance to get very acquainted with the Damien in him. So Damien Priest versus T-Bar, non-title, no disqualification. T-Bar breaks a kendo stick over Priest's chest and ribs, leaving a bunch of welts. Priest cuts off a charge with the broken kendo stick and hits a heck of a clothesline. A bunch of chair shots rock T-Bar and the choke slam puts T-Bar through the table at ringside. Back in, the reckoning connects and gets the win for Damian Priest. Uh, this was good. I liked this a lot. Did you? Yeah, man, because they letting um, T-Bar wrestle more like Dijakovic and you know,
0: yeah, but he was, he, but I still, I'm still saying he had a kick ass match with, um, with the late, late great Luke Harper, aka, um, Mr. Uh, Birdie Lee. Birdie. And, you know, they had that kick ass match at Worlds Collide,
1: and that's the, the, the,
0: the, the um, that I want to
1: see. Yeah, I don't know if Vince is going to let him do all the flips and the stuff he can do. But he he let them do a little bit more than he was doing, though. So we have to take, you know, our small rewards when we can get them. Because, you know, there's a match out there that they could run and could have Monday Night Raw on their feet, but Vince won't let the two boys do what they do. And that's Keith Lee and Dajakovich. They got to, you know, they could rehash, have one of them NXT bangers, bring it on back. But the Vets ain't trying to do it like that. Uh, after the match, Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz come out to say that they are here to breathe new life into Monday Night Raw. Cruz says Priest will have the chance to meet him in combat and lose the United States title. We see Reggie in the back. He asked John Morrison about his meditating, but has to escape the 24-7 goons. After Reggie escapes, the goons all yell at each other. Is Reggie ever going to lose the 24-7 title?
0: Not while Vince McMahon is still alive.
1: <laughs> you hop up on things and flip. We look back at Becky Lynch cheating to retain the title at the beginning of the show. Then she has a promo. Lynch says she didn't cheat to win, but half the audience booed her. Those people are fickle because they were the same people cheering her on the way up. She says it's time for Bianca Belair to go to the back of the line so someone else can step up. And that person appears to be Liv Morgan, who comes in and has a stare down with Becky. Now, see, this is where I'm saying I don't know if this is going to be, like, a shove or, like, a push or a nudge. You know what I mean? When it comes to Liv Morgan. Right. I really wanted Liv Morgan versus Bianca in SmackDown when Bianca was a champion. Right, right. I, 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 th- I really think that they could have had a really good match that could, and a really good feud with some really good promos and a pay per view match or two that would have definitely been worthy of the spot because I think Liv Morgan is ready. I think that she has her confidence, I think she has her character right now. She's been very good on the promos when she's given a chance. I just don't think that they've shown the confidence in her that they need to to allow her to stand out and for the people. But I think she's ready for the moment. I don't think she'll have a Zoe Stark moment like Zoe Stark had last week where it was like, yeah – It's five women in here that are very green, but one of y'all looking real, real, real green. And that's... I couldn't believe it was actually Zoe Stark looking that green when you had fake ass... I mean, I can't call her that no more. She's a champion. When we had J.C. Jane in the ring. Why can't you call fake ass Anna Jay? I made a, a deal with Simi that since she's a champion now, I can't call her fake-ass Anna J.
0: Oh, Sammy. <laughs> I,
1: have to, I have to show her a monicum of respect. Um, <laughs> okay. You try, tra-
0: Mandy Rose respect, too?
1: Uh, La Mandy Rose? Yes, sir. Oh, i saw sorry. <laughs> i was like, what the hell? Because <laughs> she black. First X first black NXT women's champion.
0: Oh, oh. he's black. But Zoe Stark do have no black in her. I, see, I see think
1: mm. mm. I don't make the rules, sir. I just comment and commentate. I just follow I, them.
0: Zoe Stark has some black in her. You, palette ring. And a couple of people in the spaces and be like, no, she's a whole ass white woman. Mandy Rose is black. Unreal. Unreal.
1: Man, you see Mandy Rose's skin tone these days. Unreal. I don't know if she could pass a paper bag test. Unreal. <laughs> Uh, Seth Rollins comes up to Kevin Owens and says they might not like each other, but maybe they can scratch each other's backs. Maybe he can help Owens wins tonight and slow Biggie down, and then Owens can get the first title shot when Seth becomes champion. Owens is thrilled, but then threatens violence as Seth gets involved. Now it's time for the main event of the evening, it cut it off? Well, Seth Rollins and, uh, well, excuse me, Big E and uh, Kevin Owens, they have a hell of a match with Big E getting the win with the big ending and re- make, re- re- and winning the match. It wasn't a, a title match. It was non-title.
0: It was the clean. Well, it was somewhere. This, this stuff hit um, Big E. And big E was upset at the end of Raw. Was oh, no. I'm
1: going to go back to my notes because for some reason it cut my notes off because life just doesn't like me this week I Had car problems. So, you know, I've been on a negative one this week when it comes to things happening for me, but see, let's see. Well, here's the final uh, blow by blow here. As soon as it comes up on my damn phone. All right, here we go. Uh, Swanton hits the knees. Big E spears him through the ropes. Then Rollins hits Big E with a cheap shot, though. Uh, so Kevin Owens covers him for two, only to get reversed into a crucifix pin. And Big E gets the pin and the win in 12 minutes and 46 seconds. After the match, Big E sees the replay and asks why Owens tried to cover him after Rollins cheated. Owens swears he didn't know what happened because he was half knocked out. Instead, he blames problems for what happened and issues the challenge for next week. Owens apologizes to Biggie again and gets the big ending to end the show.
0: Dropped him on his...
1: Mm. Yep, there we- I thought this was a good match, though. Two big athletic guys in there. 13 minutes or so. High impact. Good pace. Was a good pace. Yeah, I thought it was a good pace. It wasn't. It wasn't slow like a uh, Randy Orton matches, you know. So, um, how do you feel about this Big E title run so far? Do you feel like they're doing justice to him? Do you think that you know? Would you? What do you think they could do better? Kind of give me your thoughts on Biggie as your champion a couple of months into this. Mm,
0: mm, mm, I didn't watch the match, I was like, okay, this is what's going on. And then the ending came, and I was like, just sitting there looking like, whatever. Um, if only we had a more formidable opponent for Big E to wrestle, that probably would be more into this
1: match with him and Seth Rollins. Oh, so you're not feeling Seth Rollins as the respectable opponent?
0: Nah. I mean, I mean, I guess they would change the character up or change how he's approaching it yeah, but he just pulled the whole um the whole yeah money night my side thing no more. He's just coming there with the drip one.
1: Mm-hmm. So you're saying that you haven't seen much progression in Seth Rollins and Seth Rollins, so that's kinda of taking you down uh, for his
0: uh He's like a roller coaster seesaw or roller coaster
1: goes mm-hmm. up okay okay but you're yeah. still feeling Biggie as a champion though you still like you know just, of course yeah okay I got you of course we'd love
0: to see a black champion
1: what was and you F- what, what was you struggling to open on the show trying to stay all quiet when she just ripped that shit open Say what? So, what were you opening? What you eating?
0: These Girl Scout cookies, man.
1: Oh, man. Which ones?
0: So these are the toasties, the French toast um, inspired cookies dipped in delicious
1: ice and, and full of favor in every bite. Mm. Those, See, must be come, some, those are some new joints. So, I'm going to have to check them I'm going to just go look for them.
0: They I'm It's they in season, so you know. Uh, they'll be coming up to you saying we got cookies.
1: Yeah, next time I go to a uh, uh, some type of big box store, I hope to see them out there. Of course. Um, the, the, the mint thins are my favorites. That might be the goat Girl Scout cookie. No, the lemonades. Yeah, those are pretty good too. I like the peanut butter joints too. I mean, are there, are there really any bad Girl Scout cookies, though? Not
0: really.
1: That's what I thought. I mean, we
0: have cookies, and I just be like, to fuck these up." <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I know that overall you're you're kind of down on the graps right now, but this was a pretty solid episode of Monday Night Raw. I thought. a moment. I was
0: just—I was watching, paying attention. I asked, I asked a couple of questions. Though. I was like, "Did Montez Ford really had that tattoo all along, or is that new? Is that something new?" Mm,
1: it's got to be something new because I don't remember that tattoo. Yeah,
0: I was like, yeah, I was saying. I was like, is that a, new, "A new tattoo." Looks dope though. Radio Orton still. I want Dexter Lumis money
1: for coming off his. <laughs> maybe that's what he, he's growing it for Halloween, so he could be Dexter Lumis for Halloween. I'm trying Dexter Lumis for top 2022. You <laughs> get an early jump on it. <laughs> did you? Uh, did you do anything for Halloween? Dress up or anything? Go to any parties or anything? I had work. to work. Work came home. Work. I, I know some people dressed up at work though, so maybe.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was people up at work, but, you know, I I tried to go a couple days before and whatnot at the store, so I said, next year, I'm going to try to plan something.
1: You should have got you two headbands and a solo cup and some basketball shorts to band uh, Angela Dawkins.
0: I can't do him justice. (laughs) I can't do that stuff I can't do him justice. You what know. disrespect the legend like that? <laughs> uh,
1: well, we've come to the end of our Monday night review, Monday night RAW review. So everybody knows what time it is now. It is time for the Mo Meltzer news report. So the biggest news
0: is the ROH. Um,
1: is it a shutdown? Is it a closing or is it just a high eight
0: like I said last week they are uh, looking to re. i guess Sinclair must wasn't too thrilled with how things were looking they're looking to do a re imagine- i guess they they're reimagining what all ages would be like and then first they said they were going high hiatus. And it's turned around and said, um, we're releasing all the talent at the end of the year. And it's like some if they have con they have contracts beyond that, then it'll be until like February or March. They trying to come back in April.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They
0: probably do the whole super Indies thing that WWE wanted to do but didn't quite succeed at.
1: So you think that maybe they might try to, since NXT doesn't want to be the super indie, that maybe ROH sees a chance where they could maybe rebrand it and and try to take that lane. If I could do that. There's a lot of there's so, a lot of good talent out there though available if they do, uh, you know they're gonna have final battle in December and then they're gonna release everybody. It's
0: gonna
1: and it's so, gonna be here. Oh really?
0: At my um, at my alma mater, that's they were showing holding the shows that at and my alma mater um at their event, so they don't call it that no more. They they to my um another company brought the name of rights to it. I think it's like the. Chesapeake something. It's something like one, one of the insurance companies around here bought the name right. So but yeah, but they they're um they're doing five battle hand and that should be it. You thinking uh you thinking about going? It's not it's no um they they still doing those no um, fans. Oh oh they, okay, I got you. Yeah, they still doing no fans, so
1: That's them. Um. Good luck to all the talent, though, and ROH. But lots of talented people. Uh, hopefully, they'll find a uh, land on their feet and uh, find some new opportunities. Or if not, if they you know made wise choices with their money, can stick it out until the rebrand and the restart is uh, ready to go. But uh, it's going to be some very interesting things happening uh, in the beginning of the year when it comes to signings. Um,
0: Adam Cole says he had made it. He had, I guess he, I don't know if he was talking when he was saying it, but he was saying he's not in his prime. He was saying he's thirty two. He said I'm not in my prime yet. Prime yet, and that's not scary for me. That's scary for you or something like that.
1: Yeah, most wrestlers don't reach their prime until they get about thirty five, where they have a people, your a prime. Well, that's when they have full command over like, you know, all aspects of the game. Like they're in ring, they're promo, they're creative, they're timing, they're selling.
0: Yeah, so um we'll see. He's only 32, so we'll see where he he's, he's going to go. Is he gonna go to the moon? No Cameron Grimes though, but <laughs> um speaking of AEW, so they were saying that um not AEW but Daniel Bryan when he was leaving the company, they said he was a true professional and that he um they hoped that he might come back to WWE someday.
1: Well, I think it's smart. Don't bash the only other most lucrative place you can go to make money. <clears throat> um, because you never know when you may have to try to you know renegotiate and try to come back. You know, even though you're having fun and and experiencing this new opportunity here, you know AEW is still you know still trying to establish itself in the overall. In the overall landscape of professional wrestling, you know they've had a couple of years, but that doesn't mean they got firm footing where you can feel like, okay, if I sign this five-year contract, four-year contract, that nothing's going to happen, you know? Right. So that's smart. Him and him and uh, uh, Adam Cole have gone about this the right way. You know, they didn't go out and divulge all the dirty secrets or anything about what's going on or how they feel about Vince or how they feel about their creative or or anything like that. They've been very respectful and um they're very complimentary at every turn um that they've been given the chance to talk about them. So I think that's a pretty smart tact to take, uh if you're thinking big picture, you know. Yeah mean?
0: Hmm. Anything else? Um, wait a minute. Like Jim that said, this is my show, this is my segment. Um, <laughs> Miz was eliminated from Dancing with the Stars.
1: Oh man, dang! Yeah, um, you know, it's so, all. Any more fallout from the Charlotte Flair, Becky thing backstage? Or they seem like they got that all cleared up. So
0: they got it all cleared up, but it was just still
1: a tense situation. Charlotte seems to be doing a lot of shooting on her promos these days. You notice? Yeah. It's a lot of real touchy stuff she's talking about. And like Sasha on Friday was like, "Huh, you talking about you being a leader in the locker room when all you ever do is try to hold people down?" Like, damn, she sounds like Hogan ninety (laughs) eight. Um, but yeah, Charlotte Flair is going to be a very like I don't know how much longer she has on her contract, but it looks like she is just definitely trying to get to the end of that and make a decision once that time comes. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not like Charlotte doesn't win a majority of her big matches. It's not like she's only selling and registering for, like, a certain amount of people. You know what I'm saying? It's like she's not at the point – she's not – doing the Charlotte from like two and a half years ago where it's like you know what if you get in the ring with Charlotte she's gonna try to have a good match with you now it's basically like yo I'm here to do it I'm trying to get my shit in and if you get yours in or not who cares I think that's kind of what happened with the Nia Jax match and why that fell apart the way that it did yeah um, I
0: really don't have nothing else. Nothing else really has caught my attention in the wrestling business. I'm so sorry, listeners. Normally, I have a nice chunk of
1: things to talk about, but. Hey man, some weeks it's a it's a it's a slow it's a slow news week sometimes, man. And this is just kind of one of those one of those weeks. So you know, can't have the juicy gossip every week. You got to have a couple of lulls in there so you can have a chance to pick it up. Plus, it's getting close to the holidays, and you know a lot of people try not to make news going into the holidays. If they can, True. Have, if they can, if yeah, yeah, so. So, we'll be uh, checking in with you next week, Mo, because I'm pretty sure something big will happen between now and next Monday that we'll have a chance to talk about. Things tend to happen on Thursdays and Fridays in the wrestling business to make news. And, uh, yeah, that's what happens.
0: Thursdays and Fridays, next thing you know. Boom,
1: everything pops off. You're like, what the... Right, right. Did did they give any reason for why Roman wasn't on SmackDown? Just kind of giving him a break let him cool down? Probably. You know, he'd been running running things, so
0: he's like, you know what? You take off, and he was like, cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was still a good show, though. I I really liked the... um, you know, never get old, new day, and and usos, they always figure out a way to make it fresh and new. So, of course, yeah, knighting a king kofu that was awesome. Yep, yeah, man. So, well, at this point, Mr. Mo to the underscore, I'm gonna turn it over to wonder, you. I, hold
0: up, I wonder if Zylie won't start when she's gonna like. When she's
1: gonna wrestle. I think well the way the vignette looked this week, maybe next this week coming up. Okay. The real question though is when is me and Yim going to wrestle? At
0: this point, if we put money on it, you losing money you gotta we you gotta keep put money on the seed when if she's
1: not- <laughs> I know 90% of us would love to have a job that we technically just have to show up to, but don't do any work and still get paid. But in her case, I'm pretty sure that sucks. Have to do all that traveling, be away from your house, do all this, get to the building mad early, walk around all day thinking that they got something for you. They might have something for you, but then they end up cutting it You know what I'm saying? Due to time restraints or whatever the case may be. That's got to be frustrating, man. Especially, you know, from one show she was on SmackDown. Now she's on a new show and Raw and still getting the same treatment. It's definitely got to be tough. And that's even if, you know, her health is at 100%. You know, her health still may be, you know, Compromised after you know Corona, we don't know. You know, we heard about Keith Lee, but we never heard what the you know virus did to her. Um, so you never yeah. know. She could still have some lingering um effects of COVID as well. So, that's so true. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um. Oh, what you think about Adam Pierce being fined? I might
1: mean, be fining Rock a million dollars. Oh, the way he put that bass in his voice, I was thinking Adam Pierce might be trying to get himself back in the ring. But um, Man, he was home,
0: he was on his Jack Tunney shit.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, it was real entertaining. And to see Adam Pierce try to stand up for himself, yeah, but you're right, he did do that from the comfort and safety of his home. <laughs> And then Paul Heyman's reaction to it was <laughs> hilarious. Right.
0: Oh, um, I got a shirt. Not a WWE official shirt, official shirt, but okay. I was weeks ago. I was doing some. I was doing some. Um, looking just looking for some novelties. And I came across a shirt that I had to have in my collection. Okay. It's a a faction who was who was famous, who was big, but they didn't really get their props, but we still recognize them as a
1: very, very great faction. The BWO? No. Oh. The LWO. No, no. Oh. This is
0: um early
1: nineties. Dangerous Alliance. Yes. What kind of shirt? No, um,
0: it says everybody who was in the Dangerous Alliance. Well, I think only has um Medusa on it, but it has um. Austin, Sabisco, Bobby Eaton Anderson. Um, on Edison. Um they had Heyman or well, people maybe he's Paulie Dangerously. And they all just like so it's like they all surround, it's like they had their pictures in the circle and it was all like standing backstage or something like that, I believe.
1: Okay. That's what's up.
0: You know? And I said, ooh, Dangerous Alliance. I said I said add the cart
1: that one. Now you were aware on oh, what site? I'm not telling you. Could oh, you oh, 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 excuse me. I, I mean, I'll I don't tell, have to reveal your sources, but I'll, I'll
0: tell, but. You, i tell, I'll tell you off. Hey, but I'm not telling anybody else what I found today, but
1: okay, I'll tell you what I found today. Moted underscore Reese is keeping his uh, sources a secret, folks.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, but I found out. I so, oh, let me get this. That's what's up. Yeah, man. Dangerous Alliance definitely, uh, probably the most underrated faction, uh, in professional wrestling, considering the talent that they had. Just pure right, workhorses, talents in that group. Yeah, all those guys could go, man. Zabisco could go, Arn could go, Rick Rue could go, Young Steve Austin definitely could yeah, go, um,
0: they're
1: Bobby they're Eaton could go. So, yeah, Medusa. You know, when she was yeah, know, allowed was to wrestle, it. she could go. So yeah, man, they had a whole stable full of heel workhorses. Mm-hmm.
0: They were all heels. <laughs> um. Oh man, you know what? The, the before we probably get ready to go, another another thing I'm going to say. I think I'm just playing fantasy at this point just for fun because.
1: Oh my gosh, you're not the only one, sir. Don't feel bad. Injuries, injuries,
0: and everything else. I'm just like I'm. I, I, I said I'm throwing into town already. So at this point, <laughs> I'm gonna play it for fun because.
1: Well, hey the man. Injuries just- you're one game better than I am in the standings. You're three and five. I'm two and six. Uh, we got Taysen Graves and my cousin tied in our division at the top at five and three. My buddy BJ and Mar Starwin both four and four. You're three and five. I'm two and six. Then in the other side we got Kyle Ren uh, strutting around at six and two, best record in the whole league. Uh, my buddy Evan is five and three. Uh, Quantessential R is four and four. Uh, Daniel is four and four. Uh I don't know how uh Madame Lizette all of a sudden turned it around and she's at four and four. And um Black Howling, he's at two and six. So Yeah, man, it's rough. It's definitely rough. Yeah, I, I currently I have a one percent chance oh, of making the playoffs. Whoever
0: whoever had, had Derrick Henry, I know they're upset.
1: Uh, yeah, that causes a big old uh a big old mess for them. Um I'm I'm gonna try to turn it around here in the second half and go on the streak, but I don't think it's gonna happen, man. No. Uh, don't think it's gonna happen. But yeah, it been fun though.
0: Yeah, it's gonna go for fun. Somebody in my in my oven league left the Ravens defense or the waiver wire.
1: You scooped them up, you know I did. <laughs> yeah, but you better play them like matchup wise though, because like, good passing teams have been able to get to them this year, unlike in the past. Yeah, but I still have faith for them. They do, they
0: tend to do better when they come off for of five weeks.
1: Oh yeah, hardball don't be playing.
0: And so we got some people coming back too. So, um. We have folks coming back from injuries. So, um, I ain't mad. It, it,
1: it, was, it was some trades that went down too. Von Miller going from Denver to the to the Rams. Yeah, man. They just, my cousin said the Rams got the NWO now with Von Miller. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, um, God, Don, uh, what's my man's name? Big dude? Aaron yeah, Aaron Donald and Ramsey. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yo.
1: He already put a hit out on Taylor Heineke because um, Buccaneers lost on Sunday to a third-string quarterback. Sh- uh, Shout-out to Jameis Winston, too, man. It's tough to see him go down like that. Oh,
0: my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. They kind of – He was my backup in one of my other leagues, so – in my other league, rather. He was my backup. But I was like, eh, co- Lamar coming back next week, so I'll be fine with that. But he was in, in there dancing in his cast, though. You see that clip?
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just look up James Winston, and you'll see, first, it's, you'll see Mark in- Mark Ingram dancing. Mark Ingram is just always cutting up where he goes at. And the next thing you know, they turn the um, camera on James, and James is just coming and doing some kind of dance. With his with his cast on, was, towards, AC, towards AC, I think he said towards A C L and then his M C L.
1: Yeah, man, yeah. it's it's not good. That's a that's a nine month injury.
0: Shout out to Bailey.
1: <laughs> uh, Bailey, I haven't seen any. Uh, you know, usually people always show you their progress you know whether they're working out or how they're progressing but we haven't seen any of those videos yet from her so hopefully everything is still going good with her recovery man she keeps it a secret yeah (laughs) what kind of light show dance party are they having in the locker room (laughs) (laughs) it looked like a damn video shoot
0: Right, right. They had a smoke machine?
1: Yeah.
0: They up there, um, I was like, what the hell is y'all doing? They sit up there just 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 jamming. I was just like, wait a minute. I suddenly got a smoke machine. A whole ass smoke machine there playing some who wanna smoke or something like that. They just in there
1: cutting all the way the hell up. Hey man professional professional sports teams locker rooms have a lot of stuff in them that you will be like, I didn't know they did that in here. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Shout out some thank yous, man. Who you got this week? Uh,
0: shout out to um, you, Dawn, and Shout out to Simi and shout out to Jay to the Max. Um, yeah, they also they
1: they had a tough loss as well, too. Oh, Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Um, they got a life without what life without um Nagy looks like, and it didn't look too bad. Right. Um
0: shout out to um Yes SJ, Am Terry's boy. Shout out to uh, everybody in the spaces, Khaled Wren. You said Black Lightning? Black Black Allen. Black Allen,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. And um who else The Sean? Um Anybody who be coming in cutting up, you know, shout out to them. I know they'll be in there Wednesday for um for, for Dynamite Um shout out to Greg, Sam, BD, classic, Mel, because Mel always gets shout-outs. Uh, Miss V, Jupiter Julep, Mel Lizette. Um, and EC um anybody who be um watching you know who's watching wrestling and keeping up with the keeping up with everything, um definitely shout out to y'all.
1: Um that's about it. Uh shout out to your Birdman hand rub you did as well. I'll give you a shout out for that. Oh, I guess. <laughs> give a big shout out to mr mo to the underscore reese for chopping it up with me once again here on the raw cast give a shout out to everybody here on the cspn all the guys over at the comic book chronicles shout out to miss jade to the max miss simi uh anwar starwin shout out to miss the check is in the mail uh shout out to classic oh yes very, very rapidly approaching um Shout out to everybody in the Twitter spaces, like Mo says. Shout out to Kyle Ren and Black Marvel and Miss V and Madame Lizette and Jupiter Julep. She's still hesitant to come. She has basically put her foot down in defiance, and she will not become a Carmelo Hayes fan just because she said I was pushing her too hard to. So we have an impasse with Miss Jupiter Julep, but I still love it though. Uh, Give a big shout out to all the ladies of the glow, all the Bays. We definitely appreciate your support. Uh, Check out the Patreon page over at patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media for our AEW reviews and our extra content. Some talk about wrestling, some talk about sports, some talk just about life. So you can check those conversations out. Uh, Shout out to the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Three outs away from winning the World Series as they are currently up seven to nothing in the bottom of the ninth against the Houston Astros. So barring a catastrophic collapse, the Braves are going to be the World Series champions uh, in a matter of minutes. So we'll give a shout out to them. Uh, Just a shout out to everybody that listens to the podcast, supports the podcast, um, chats with us in the live tweets chats with us in the Twitter spaces, listens to the shows, retweets the shows, reviews the shows, rates the shows. Uh, We definitely appreciate each and every one of you. Do some shopping with our sponsors. It's getting close to Christmas, so everybody's hitting up Amazon. You can go to CSPN.us, click on the tab that says keep our podcast free, click on the Amazon tab, do your shopping like you normally would. Some of your purchase will come back to the CSPN to help keep the podcast free each and every week. So for my co-host, Mr. Moe to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Seth
0: versus Biggie for the WWE Championship.
1: Big E, defend that.
0: WWE your universe something to remember. to hear you ever. I'm on your side. Uh, well much like Highlander there can only be one face of Monday Night Raw. This isn't Mount Rushmore, but you make uh, you make one hell of a point. We've never done this. You and me
1: one-on-one ever. So Kevin Owens Big E. It's on, sucker yes